You're listening to Malka Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Five minutes after eight. Uh, South African time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum. It's a beautiful evening, it's a beautiful night, it's a bit cold, but of course uh, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, my beloved wonderful listeners of uh, Radio Al-Ansar International, our beloved wonderful listeners of uh, Sirius FM, and our beloved wonderful listeners of Merkaz Haba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Yomul Thulatha, the 10th of Rabi'ul Awwal, 1445, which is also the 26th of September. 2023, our Zakat Nisab, 800 rand, Meheri Fatimi, 23,000 rand, Manama for Hanafis, 500 rand, for Malikis, 175 rand, for Shafi'is and Hanbalis, no Manama Meher. Remember our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. 084-786-3132 International Overseas Listeners Plus 27-84-786-3132 That's Plus 27-84-786-3132 Our beloved Ustad's email address is akhussain at gmail.com That is akhussain at gmail.com Our beloved Ustad's website is muftiakhussain.net That is Mufti, a.k. Hussein.net. Our beloved Ustad Twitter account is at a.k. Hussein. That is at a.k. Hussein. I want to welcome our beloved engineer, Brother Lokolo, here in the Johannesburg studio. And welcome the other engineer in the Durban studio. Ustad, welcome to the Q&A this Monday night. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum on Arafat. Jazakallahu khairan. I see a listener wants to know, Ustad, what is Ustad's uh, Natal's program this week, Ustad? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Tonight is the 10th of Rabi'ul Awwal. So our tour for Durban and surrounding will start tomorrow, inshallah. At night, the 11th of Rabi'ul Awwal, Tuesday night, we will be there. Isha is everywhere, 7.30 Jamaat. And after that, the program will start, inshallah, Aziz. So tomorrow, Tuesday night, in Stenger, the Jami Masjid. And then on Wednesday night, inshallah, we will be there in Avondale, and that is the capital, Musalla de Mashallah. And then on Thursday night, we'll be in Amenzim Toti. So there, the Imam, I haven't met him, I think, I'm not sure, Sheikh Bukhari, I believe. So inshallah, we'll meet him Thursday night. And Friday is Masjid Hilal for Jumu'ah. Adhan day is 12, 12.10. So mashallah, and after that is the lecture. And then the last program, inshallah, will be in Shell Cross. 
and that is where Mufti Shuaib is, mashallah. And then Saturday we come back, mashallah. So that is our program for this week there in Durban and surroundings. <laughs> May all Almighty Allah Jalla make it a success and a means of hidayat for humanity. A listener wants to know, Ustad, when leaving Medina to Munawwara for Umrah by train, Ustad, where should we make intention in Ihram, Ustad? MashaAllah, so many people are leaving for Umrah. Yesterday I met a brother, today I met a brother, all from Yearlands, and they came and told me they're going and they were asking some masail and maslas and so forth. So very good, every person who wants to go for Umrah, you want to go for Hajj, start today and read two rakat salat daily after Maghrib, after Isha, after Zohar, Ishraq time. Oh Allah give tawfiq, tahajjud time, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, in the morning and you read two rakat salat and you read kul ya kafirun kul wallah after surah fatiha and then you read surah chapter 2 verse 128 wa arina manasikana wa tub alayna innaka antat tawwabur rahim oh beloved Allah yet you show us the places of umrah and hajj the minor pilgrimage pilgrimage and forgive us we are sinners transgressors we can't even not fit to go there but it's the grace and mercy and benevolence of Almighty Allah that He extends this invitation to us. Verily, O Allah, you are very, very forgiving, very merciful. Now they have new facilities from Medina. You can go by plane, you can go by bus, you can go by taxi, you can go by train. So now people are going by train. So now where? They're going from Medina to Makkah with the intention of Umrah. So you got three, four options. Option number one is this. Option number one is this. In your hotel room that you took your bath, everything, in that bath you use soap, shampoo, whatever you want to. And thereafter you don the ihram and so forth and you read your two rakats. Salah there, there's two rakats in nafil. If you don't read it also, there's no problem. And then you make your intention, Allahumma inni uridul umrata fayassirha li wa taqabbala minni. Ya Allah, I make intention for umrah, make it easy for me and accept it. You can say it in any language, it's not necessary, it must be in Arabic. And thereafter, labbaik, Allahumma labbaik. So first the salat, then intention, and then labbaik. Now all the restrictions of ihram will be applicable upon you. Oh, you read the two rakat salat day inside Masjid Nabawi. So that's your second option. Third option is day where the train station. I never ever travel by train. Makkah, Medina, or Medina, Makkah, whatever it is. So remember that there is a Masjid there, Musalla, whatever nearby. You can read it there two rakats before you embark and enter the, the train and so forth. So that's also another option. Some brothers are saying that no, they feel they want to go to Bir Ali, to Zul Hulayfa and that, and they'll make the intention there, and then they'll come there to the train station. <coughs> if you want to do that, you can do it, but it's just unnecessary. Remember that, because that is, if you are carrying on with your journey, then you just make intention there, that's the Miqat. So if you make intention there at the train station, so quickly you will pass the Miqat as well. So it's fine, you can just make your intention there at the train station, read your Salat day and so forth. I see one listener says, Ustad, 
uh, are things going a bit quiet in Palestine at the moment to start? So you must remember that whenever it goes quiet there, when you have Haramis and you have the cursed nation on this earth there, remember this. So it was a disaster week for the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel the past week. They had the United Nations, you know, General Assembly, and the world <laughs> leaders came there to New York. So first incident took place for them, Allah Ta'ala humiliated them. When the Iranian president was speaking, the President Raisi, as they call him, so he, Gilat, he's the ambassador of Israel, the rogue regime, the United Nations. He went around with the photo of the lady who was killed there, and he thought that people would be sympathetic to him and so forth. He conveniently forgets how many people they murdered in 75 years there in occupied Palestine and so forth. Nevertheless, the police came and the security came and they kicked him out, booted him out. Full view of the whole world. Humiliated disgrace. And that's why Quran Sharif states Surah 22, Surah Hajj and that is on pilgrimage verse 18. When Almighty Allah humiliates a person, none can give him honor. Look at that Harami, super terrorist. You must remember that. They all are terrorists because they all Occupy, you must remember, our land occupation is terrorism. What else is it? So that is, you must remember that. In the words of Zapiro, it is land grab. Remember that. So you can call it whatever you want to. So that's first one. Then you must remember Netanyahu's tent came to speak. And he also made blunder upon blunder and blunder. So first thing he said, we are preparing to have nuclear then, attack on Iran. And when he realized that he made a fool and an idiot of himself, which he is, so you must remember, he said, no, 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 it was not nuclear, I meant military attack. You see, I told you a hundred times that the Jutlas, you must remember, Quran says, that they speak with the folk tongue. They don't speak straight. They will tell you, we want peace, P-E-A-C-E. But every day they're stealing more pieces, occupying more pieces. They say, no, we need this for security. We need this for police. We need this for the army. And nobody can tell them anything because they're a cursed nation, remember that. Not chosen nation that they cooked up for their self-gratification. So he said that. He said nuclear attack. Now just turn it the other way around. Imagine if Iran or Pakistan or other Muslim country had to say so. The world media will put that in the headlines for one week, I think. Yeah, the Jutlas Harami said it. It'll just go on the margin somewhere and so forth. Then he took out a map and he said the new Middle East. Let me make one thing clear. Saudi Arabia, the current Saudi Arabian regime, the government, the Pakka, Kafir, and out of the fall of Islam, led by MBS, you must remember, he's a Murtad bin Shaitan. So Gideon Levy writes in the Haaretz, I just read it after Maghrib again to see if there's any update. I see they still got the same article there. He says if America, Biden, MBS, and BB, and then pull this off, so that will be like a lifeliner for him, meaning to give him some respectability, meaning for this BB, and it will be entrenching apartheid. See? 
So this is a person who's a Jew, but he understands the real semantics and the real politics, and he understands the real reasons going on and so forth. So remember that. So that is what, and every inch of Palestine occupied by the Israeli terrorists and occupiers. So that's what he showed the world, and we must name him and shame him and nail him for that. Remember that. We can't be like the Arab regimes and puppets who have sold Islam, who have sold their self-respect and groveling, bootlicking the Americans and Israelis. Therefore, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Wailul lil Arab. Woe and this, this jubilation, disgrace and destruction for the Arabs. Authentic hadith in Sahih Muslim. It's now our time now. We can see so. And then third one you must remember is this. The struggle goes on. In Gaza is going on. In the West Bank is going on. Again, they murdered some Palestinians today and they are martyrs and they can never win because you must remember our people have are prepared to die for a cause and the Jutla, he, the way he fears death, he wants to live for a thousand years and the world population world opinion is turning against them and so forth, when he spoke half the seats were empty or so even the Haaretz carried the article then <coughs> empty seats and so forth and so on, so it shows that remember, once the opinion turns against them and Biden and Bibi also so are not seeing eye to eye so therefore he was not invited to the White House, they just met there on the sidelines, so may Almighty Allah destroy and decimate the Zionist apartheid terrorist regime of Israel every day make that special dua and make special dua for Aqsa al-Mubarak and not like the Saudi regime, they prevented the imams from mentioning Masjid al-Aqsa and they, do. they don't allow them to, to take the word Yahud, even if they make dua for Aqsa so not that they can't say Aqsa they can say but they can't make dua against the Jews and so forth so imagine what humiliation that is so these are these murtads running our countries Allah Ta'ala guide them and if there's no guidance for them Allah decimate destroy them Amin Amin so Ustad what happens if the husband is missing for three years what should the wife do Ustad yes in a case like that the lady contacted us and said her husband is missing nobody knows where he is so when it's three years, obviously it's a long time. So Islamically, we will say al-mawtu hukman, which means that he will be assumption of death. So in a case like that, you must go to your local ulama, the jamiyats and the imams and whoever else, and tell them that you are applying for a fasakh. Fasakh means they must annul your marriage. Then you will go into, you must remember iddat. And after the iddat, you'll be a free lady, and you will be at liberty to marry whoever you want to. So immediately you need to go and apply to the ulama organizations and so forth for a fasakh and annulment of marriage. And then the iddat, and then if you want to get married, you can do so. He will be assumed as passed on and the <coughs> est- and his estate, everything will then be divided, distributed after the burial expenses, if you find his body or whatever, and the debts will be paid to the creditors. Basiya for none is maximum one third and then the distribution to the A's proportionately according to the Sharia. 
So the listeners say is that what should we read to protect ourselves <coughs> from bad weather? For example, what's happening current in Cape Town, etc. Ustad. Obviously, things are very bad in Cape Town and then in the Eastern Cape also, part of it is gone towards PE and so forth. People's houses are flooded in the informal settlement, in the formal areas. Some people uh, don't know the helicopters can't take off because the wind is so strong and so forth. So big problems there. And remember in Eastern Cape also some challenges. So what should we do? In a case like that, remember, so Almighty Allah showed us everything in the Quran Sharif. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us in the Sunnah Mubarakah. Quran Sharif teaches us Surah 12, verse 64. Allah is the best of protector. He, Allah alone, was, is, will always be the most merciful one to show mercy. Me and you, whether we like or we dislike it, this is the truth. All these calamities, catastrophes come because of our vices and sins. Quran says, we take every group, every nation, people, because of their vices and sins. Cape Town, remember, is one of the gay capitals of the world. So therefore, you find the bailas there and the gays there and so forth and the homos and lesbians and what and what goes on. So when we carry on with that, and just turn a blind eye hardly anybody speaks and so forth so that's one issue second issue is as Muslims we should be ensuring we're reading our five daily salat on time the men in the masjid and the women at home on time second one abundant istighfar remember istighfar is so great Quran says Allah will not punish a people as long as they engage in istighfar and they beg Almighty Allah Jalla for forgiveness now me and you one day one week we will do and then we go back to our evil habits and devilish ways so that's our problem yeah we mean consistently we must be reading this daily and punctually third one charity is very very effective remember that and always beg Almighty Allah <coughs> a beautiful hadith in Ibn Majah a sahabi came and said Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Ayyud du'ai afdal which du'a is the best which supplication is the best Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told him Al-Afwa Wal-Afiyah Fid dunya Wal-Akhirah Al-Afwa Forgiveness Wal-Afiyah Safety Comfort Protection of our Iman Islam Health Wealth Honor Everything we relish and cherish <coughs> regarding our worldly matters and regarding the year after three occasions a person asked and then Nabi alayhi salatu salam informed him that if Allah gave you this فَقَدْ aflahta, then you are successful so that's what we need to ask so let's all of us read now at least once I'm reading it I'll read it twice thrice at least you read it once Allahumma our beloved Allah Inna we nasa aluka nasa aluka 
Allahumma inna nasalukal afwa. Oh, beloved Allah, we beg of thee forgiveness. We are guilty as charged. No mitigating circumstances. Allahumma inna nasalukal afwa. Wala Ya Allah, grant us safety, prosperity, protection, everything. Ya Allah, one word encyclopedic meaning. Allahumma inna nas'alukal afwa wal afiya fid dini fid dunya wal akhira fid dunya wal akhira so in this worldly matters and the year after as well and that is the one of the best duas last time Allahumma inna nas'alukal afwa wal afiya fid dunya wal akhira remember that some hadiths got fid din but this one got fid dunya wal akhira so therefore read it as is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif so in Ibn Majah you will find it there so these are the things we have to get our children involved our people involved and so forth <coughs> whole day sitting in front of the TV and watching soccer, cricket, movies and playing with the cell phones and all that is not going to take us anywhere it invites the wrath and the anger of Almighty Allah because we are and we are now violating the laws of Almighty Allah and going against the teachings of the master Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Somebody says Ustad what's the latest in India? In India you must remember the rows and ructions goes on between India and Canada and you must remember the minorities the Christians the Sikhs Muslims are still treated badly and a second third fourth class citizens they moved into a new parliament now all of you the esteemed listeners of the various radio stations listen to this here so there is a Muslim guy he's a parliamentarian right he's an MP there in the Indian parliament and now he said something so the Hindu guy of the BJP he wants to defend you must remember who Modi ji the Prime Minister the butcher of Gujarat and who was voted as on the survey as of Google in the beginning of August as the world's biggest criminal on earth right so Google said he's number one so you can go check it up in the history and whatever you websites and whatever you so he said this that Danish Ali he said something and this guy now got up and infuriated the Hindu guy so he told the Muslim guy to mock at him you see ridicule him and because he got the majority the police all politicians he says you you are a pump you see you you are a terrorist you you are circumcised and so forth and so on so my question is this, that we know yeah, this is what is happening in India. So the Muslim guys, you must remember, go on social media and the Sikhs also are fed up with Modi and his policies and so forth against them. So the Muslims and the Sikhs and all of them join up on social media and they tell that politician there who attacked Danish Ali, you see. They said, okay, the Muslims are circumcised, the Jutlas also get circumcised, but what about you? That you here in India and that what are you doing? That you are the ones you visit, you worshipping so many different things. You visit Hanuman, you worship Hanuman, Hanuman represents the monkey. Then you represent, you worship Ganpati, Ganpati refers to and alludes to the rats and mice. Then you go and worship Ganeshi and that worship you, that represents the elephant or the elephant represents that whichever way you want to look at it. Then you go and you worship Lingam. So what is lingam? Lingam is a male organ, the male private part. 
So what are you telling a Muslim about circumcision and all these things here? When you yourself in the 21st century are doing this? So obviously the argument is born, finished. And cl- so that is how you must remember that they try and intimidate you with their numbers and their forces and so forth. But this is an old tactic that all my tell I'm telling you now, today we are alive, tomorrow we're gone. Whether it's India, whether it's Israel, wherever. So Islam and Muslims will take it over. We pray in our lifetime, but inshallah, if it doesn't happen then, we hope inshallah it happens in our lifetime, but if it doesn't happen then post death it will happen whether you like it or not Muslims ruled India for more than seven centuries Muslims ruled Palestine and occupied Palestine for over a thousand years so where these Jutlas and them are coming and talking all their fairy tales so we must know all the facts and what is really happening <coughs> somebody says Ustad that in Medina can we read Salami from anywhere in the Masjid Ustad? Anywhere, mashallah, and especially for you ladies, for the past 30, 40 years, you must remember, the place designated for the ladies is very, very small and limited compared to the amount of ladies that come. So there's so much pushing and jostling. I would never advise you ladies to do that. You stand at the back, have that respect for Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa and from there you just read, As-salatu as-salamu alayka ya Rasulallah, as-salatu as-salamu alayka ya Habiballah, as-salatu as-salamu alayka ya al-muzammil, as-salatu as-salamu alayka ya al-muddathir, so ya as-salatu as-salamu alayka ya khatam al-nabiyyin, all these honorary titles of the Master, alayhi salatu you read, and say, ya Rasulallah, sallallahu alayhi wa ishfa ali, intercede for me, my wife, my parents, my children, my siblings, the whole ummah, so that is what you should do even for the men Hazrat Allama Yusuf bin Nuri Rahimahullah 74-75 we were there with Hazrat MashaAllah so I used to see that Hazrat's knees were paining and used to walk slowly you must remember then before leaving the masjid to go and retire and go and rest so from far that Hazrat Allama Yusuf bin Nuri used to just face the court Mubarak of the Master and used to read Salami from there so anyway in the masjid you read especially nowadays if the police are there and they are making the harrik harrik aji you know that's their job they make noise there so move it up move it up and then just stand a little bit far and for you take your time and you read salat and salam so no problem with that totally permissible well it's exactly now half past eight uh, we're going to go for our interval when we come back inshallah we will continue with the Q&A don't go away stay tuned